kids to uh, the latest adventures of porch beers with the links uh we're back in mascuda again i think i think with good reason tonight right andy well it's been a homestand for like three weeks now i'm pretty sure i mean it's it's uh it's a big deal i really do well at home Uh, my average is at least 100 points 100 points higher I feel like your game really steps up when you're on your porch. I think so, sure. too. I, I think so, too. Yeah. So here we find ourselves, and uh, we have a new guest that we haven't actually, like... I don't, I'm not sure you've actually mentioned him before. I don't believe we have, but I'm excited because so... Well, that's w- embarrassing for me. With, <laughs> it is. It's <laughs> super embarrassing for you. Maybe you ought to just sit a few plays out and think about it and let us talk amongst I mean, ourselves. If we're going to be talked about, then I need to step my yeah. game up. I mean, with the NFL season kicking off, we want to have somebody on to break down, you know, every Bengals team. baseball. Or Bengals, Bengals football. Sorry. Bengals football. I can talk football. Bengals baseball all day of day. Be- is there a Bengals baseball <laughs> Absolutely team? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Logan's our AFC North uh, expert that we've yeah. brought on for It'll, the week. And, to be fair, uh, hold on. It's Logan Trigg. My next-door neighbor. Yep. Yes. Next door for, what, a year now? Yeah, almost a good solid year and a half. You had a a slight uh, little dalliance out in uh, North Carolina. Yeah, Georgia. But, yes, same difference. It's all the Bible Belt. I I don't... Okay. I don't think North Carolina is. But we're going to say this now. (laughs) I don't think North Carolina and Muscoota have a ton in common. I don't think so. You know, we have tornadoes, they have... Yeah, PTSD for the kids here, yep. Yep. Sandy beaches there, yep. <laughs> so roughly the same. Hey, we have beaches. If you go to Carlisle Lake, there are literally muddy beaches there that you are. can wander around I've actually on. actually never been to Carlisle Lake. Yeah, you're, oh, not you're missing, missing much. out, man. Okay, so sorry. So I'm sorry. We had we needed to clear ahead of time whether we were pro or anti I think I think the, the the right take was given my sarcasm and your sincerity. No, I, I had think no it sincerity. kind of bled through. So not one bit. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that you could not actually give me good money to go to spend my weekend at Carlisle Lake. It's just inconvenient to get to is the problem. Oh, is that right. it? Uh, what is it about forty five minutes? And it's just like down like two lane highways and stuff, and I don't know. I don't know. It just. Yes. That sucks. And once I you get there, hours. yeah, once you get there, it's just... So, if I was out boating with Brian and Ryan Rumler and Jackie, absolutely. Fun times, you're on the lake for the afternoon. Good times. But I don't really want to camp there. It's not like you're going down to, I don't know, do a float trip. Are you kind of dropping hints that you wish your new neighbor would ask you to go boating and stuff? Yeah, we why don't, don't you want to boat, wife dude? dead. On boat. Look, uh, actually, I'll rephrase it. The only way you're catching Jenna on a boat is if she's dead. <laughs> and I'm burying her at sea. Well, <laughs> you're burying her at sea. She will haunt me for life because my wife has a, a deathly fear of boats, regardless of the depth of the water. Wow. And that stands for canoeing down three feet. Yeah, I mean, we were on a float trip. And yeah, she, you were on a. She doesn't dig it. It's a canoe. I mean, it's six yeah. inches of water sometimes. That's, that's it. Yeah. And she will not do it. 
And my wife knows how to swim, but she absolutely hates boats. Is uh, it the snakes? I think, and this is what she tells me, uh, so God knows if it's true. Exaggeration. Um, her and her father got swept out in the sound uh, down on Corolla Beach in the Outer Banks of North Carolina. This is before she was born and he died, right? But that would make for a better story, yeah. uh, but no. Massive <laughs> <laughs> storm rolled in. And they just got pulled out from the sound into the ocean. And uh, well, they were on a little sailboat. It was just her and him. She had him at 10. And that was that was kind of that. She's wow. Like, no. So if, was she on a boat by herself then? No, with her dad. With her dad. Oh, with but her dad. Okay. That was the first time he had ever been sailboating. So he didn't really know what he was doing. Oh. But. Fair I mean, enough. She's still alive. Right? So. Yeah. Count for something. Win for you. Yes. Very much so. You're over. You're one for one yes. in that category. We didn't okay. hear that was the dad still alive. Did he survive it? Or yeah, did he's they still have alive. To go to cannibalism. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no okay. cannibalism. This is, this is in the USS him. Indianapolis. No, there's no sharks. You know, there's no sailors eating each other at the end of the day. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. I'm not sure good. if I'm disappointed in that. No, or... I'm happy. I'm happy well, for your wife. Right. Everybody's happy time. she's alive. But a better story lies in the USS Indianapolis when the ship goes down and the sharks and cannibalism. All right, we're going to stop the podcast here and we're going to restart this. And uh, <laughs> you're going to make this story better. Back. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. So Jenna ate her father. Right. So there's How that. has this impacted her life? Uh, beneficially, I think. Yeah. Huh. Made her stronger. Uh, better on the grill. Does she still Ooh. have the taste for human flesh? Yes. Does she kind of lick her lips at you once in a while? What would you say? Does she lick her lips at you once in a while and be like, hmm? Yeah, with a little bit a, of that's a, a little bit of context, uh, like lemon will. pepper, some paprika. <sighs> that Logan would be delicious. I think she's a uh, bourbon uh, rub kind of girl. Mm. Oh. Mm. But I swear, if my wife ever listens to this podcast, I'm dead. So <laughs> she's not gonna. So, just, yeah, we have like she's actually better than all of us. So. This is the last time you hear or see from me. <laughs> Jenna's address. Yeah. Also, if she invites us over for a barbecue, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> it's just her. Say no. It's just no. her. Oh, it's God. Has been home for months. <laughs> so you you said he had a bright, brief dalliance in Georgia. Was that in between Germany and here? Yeah. So uh, I work um, for a federal agency. Uh, unfortunately, for public affairs purposes, I can't say it over. Oh, like, nobody public. listens. It's okay. You can, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just... So I work for the. Uh, <laughs> no, you're, you're you're not wrong. I can't really talk about what no. I, the stuff I get into, but I work for OSI, which is the Office of Special Investigations, uh, Department of the Air Force, and trainings in Georgia. So uh, when I got recruited for this job, I had to head down to um, Glencoe and uh, get trained up. So uh, long four months. I was quarantined to base because of the pandemic mm-hmm. and. So six days on with one day off, running about 10 hours a day. Uh, a lot of shooting guns, which is fun. Right on. Blast. Yeah, I mean, you fast. sold this whole thing down there as, I learned how to shoot guns and drive cars. Yeah, <laughs> and by drive cars, I mean, like, whip that thing around a corner, no problem. So, <laughs> I can't really complain, but yeah, it was uh, it was a long stint, four months without the wife and kids, and, and uh, obviously missing out on porch beers, which is a problem. And they were here then. That yeah, they were right? here, yeah. yeah. So we came from uh, Ramstein, Germany, so... And you bought this house sight unseen, basically, Yeah, right? technically. So uh, my mother-in-law, who lives in Greenville, South Carolina, she came up and looked at houses for us. We looked here in Mascuda, uh, unfortunately out in Granite City. Um, and bullet then, dodged, Yeah, bud. bullet dodged. Bullet and then, dodged. Uh, a, few, uh, a few houses in Belleville. You'd have been one of the um, dirt people. Yeah, and it was impossible to negotiate with Brian uh, Rummer on this, on this house. So. <laughs> 
Uh, <clears throat> luckily, my wife was a sucker for the area, and we took the, we took the house. Were you aware of the Hoosiers factor, like, within the neighborhood? No. The angry guy mowing his lawn shirtless next door. No, next door I would have said across the street, because our new neighbor across the street, that dude is constantly mowing his lawn. Shirtless? Uh, once I've caught it shirtless. Huh. Really? Uh, yeah. It gets really weird out there. This dude <laughs> is constantly... I have not seen a more perfect lawn. Which is which is really weird in this neighborhood, because no one cares. It's weird, because I look like I live... In the African jungle, in my backyard, yeah. this dude's yard is pristine. It gets I'm talking really weird. Up there. I'm talking. This dude looks like he's been raised in some billionaire's backyard, who has his own lawn care company and has been going nuts. I don't understand it. I don't so it's actually it. the dude across from me, right? Yes. So he also walks his dog militantly, and I don't say that like lightly, right? Like. It just it's not like he walks his dog at the same time every day, but he walks them in a very militant fashion and they will be in a certain order and he will pick up that poop at a certain spot every time. Thank God, because they like to poop in my in my lawn. So Yeah, yeah. he's a he's a man of discipline, if you will. Yeah. But, uh, I can imagine he burns through a lot of new balance <laughs> new <laughs> cutting that grass. Pretty quick. Sweet excuse to get those new latest dad shoes, man. I swear, yeah, you yeah. really need them. Especially as a dad with those jorts. You really need those new bounces. <laughs> Isn't that house for sale? No, they bought it. Yeah, oh, they, the bought, they bought it. bought it, yeah. yeah. So the guy who previously lived there also worked on uh, base with me. As the motorcycle drives by, I like the uh, ambiance. Yeah, you always need the background noise. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the guy who used to live there worked on base with me, or at least in the vicinity of me, and I used to follow him home all the time, and that dude pissed me off like literally. follow him Con- home like constantly <laughs> i mean i used to have bad road rage out in washington state because those guys drive like idiots sometimes uh i've been pretty good about it so far but when i followed that dude home i about lost my shit now now why like you knew who he was right while you were following yeah, him yeah but it was the constant like uh, i can't even say he wouldn't he wouldn't speed up to the speed limit and or give that you know courtesy five over so everybody has that that fair gap mm-hmm um, or he would ride someone else's ass so I couldn't pass him and the person in front of him, or he'd just kind of break a little too much. It was just a, it was, it was a bunch of minor, like, pet peeve things of mine. I just really got, like... Did he not use his it. blinker? Uh, there was a couple times where he didn't oh, use his blinker. You use your blinker, And then he'd man. slam on the brakes and make the turn. Like, oh, my gosh, dude. Do you think he knew you? Like, you were the one Yeah. Fought? Well, and I think because, you know, my job... And being a federal agent on base, they, they know that, you know, we're kind of the black sheep on base. That's just how it works. Uh, we always see people on their worst day, right? So, um, you know, he'd see the, the badge and be like, yeah, that's that's that dude. Because OSI is kind of like the CSI, right? Right, right if you will. And so, uh, yeah, so, yeah so, so the best way we've ever been described as OSI is like NCIS for the Air Force. Ah, okay. So you yes. investigate things. You take off your sunglasses, like yeah. David get Caruso. the get the sweet uh, the yeah. who playing in the background yep. every time I do. Yes. Yes. <laughs> do you just do you just start it on your phone? Well, so I, I immediately up. make a pun at any chance I can, yep, and then I put you. my sunglasses on, and then the wow, the who starts playing, and it's go time. So uh, you know, I know you see me get out of the van when I park it, and the badge is right there, and I'm sure he kind of got annoyed with it, but that's uh. That's that guy. He's gone. Can't say I miss him. Yeah, well, 
But you I'm know. always happy to be here in Mascuda, honestly. Uh, we've been to two bases before this one, and this is by far our favorite base so far. So, uh, really enjoy uh-huh. the area. Mascuda's been Woo. a Go second home for us. Woo! Uh, home away from home. We grew up in the Midwest, so this is... That's right, you're from Ohio. Unfortunately, right? yes. Just so you know, the Mascuda Chamber of Commerce is not a sponsor of our podcast, Which... so you don't need to build it up anymore. <laughs> Which is good, because if they were, I'd, I'm sure I'd have some words with them. Uh, over small stuff, but luckily there's no HOA here, so you know, it can get, always get worse. Um, That's right, no, you know uh, what? Within... What was it? A month of you living here, you made the newspaper in this town. I wow, did. Wow, yeah. and wow. Well, that's a big storm that rolled through last year. My uh, his house got stabbed by a stabbed tree. Stabbed by a tree. So yeah. So his local man actually, shouts at clouds. Right. <laughs> and you're not necessarily wrong. So Andy and I were sitting on the front porch. You know, storms rolling in, and him and I are kind of talking just about the storm and you know how often tornadoes actually hit here. Because you know, Midwestern guys, yeah. we just hang out and we're like, ah, there's a storm coming. Let's have a have our ah, let's beer watch it. and smoke. Yeah, yep. It, which we did. And um, when the storm started rolling through, started getting pretty hot and heavy. My wife started calling. So naturally, I ran home as quick as possible. No, you were on my porch, and you go, "I guess I gotta go home." Yeah, it's probably fair. Like that's the yeah. <laughs> you said, "I guess I gotta go home." Yeah. <laughs> Mom's <laughs> ringing the dinner bell. I gotta go. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I darted back over. By the time I got upstairs to change my clothes, because it was soaking wet. Just the run in between our houses alone, I was drenched. So, got upstairs, changed. By the time I got downstairs, the lights started flickering on and off. Sirens are going off crazy. So, we got everybody into our laundry room because, unfortunately, our house doesn't have a basement. Uh, The winds are absolutely nuts. And, eventually, my house just shook. Like, legitimately, the entire house shook. And dust started to settle from the ceiling. So, immediately, (laughs) instead of stepping out of my own laundry room to see what happened, I called Andy and said, hey, man. I think a tornado just ripped through my living room. Did your house shake? He said, no. No, so I asked him to step cool out here. and take a look at my house. And he goes, oh, well, dude, it looks like you have a tree house now. <laughs> and uh, sure shit, a uh, lightning bolt struck my, what, I'd say probably six-story, seven-story tree out my front lawn and smoked it midway, and down I came into the house. So it was about wow. $50,000 worth of repairs into the house. Got a brand-new roof and new siding and... New guest window, guest room window. So I have to tell you, the most disappointing of all of that is if we'd have just waited like four, we, five, yeah. six minutes. Yeah, not even. We'd have been on my porch watching your house get crushed by a tree. Yeah, but that been being nuts. said, you, I mean, you'd have waited and seen it, but then kids could have been anywhere throughout anywhere the house. Anywhere in the house, right. And somebody could have gotten hurt by said tree, right? That's just minutia. Okay, all right. Well, all I, right. I agree, right? Like, you don't know if that would have happened, because Jenna's pretty... You know, rational. She's pretty self-conscious. On top of right? So she would have grabbed the kids up and then yelled at me postpartum, honestly. It would have been like, okay, tree fell through the house. Where the fuck were you? And then I was like, okay, great. And, so, like, this tree didn't just – so part of it did actually fall kind of on the roof of the house, right? But there were branches that impaled the impaled house. house. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So after the storm subsides, like, we all walk outside and we go, oh, hey, his house is stabbed and there's like it was still rainy right so there's like rain coming into his house so we're like gosh like what are we gonna do here so we get like a bunch of tarps a kiddie pool and there was like the the neighbors around just go straight and like go like throw up tarps on the windows and we start taking it down the guy who sold him his house 
happened to be driving by, right? So yeah. Brian Rumler. Why is he creeping on your neighborhood still? He just kind of likes to drive by and see what's well, doing. Yeah, you know Brian. He's always yeah. over here. It's, uh, he is a man on the spot, like Johnny on the spot with this stuff. Yeah. I mean, side note, I'll be honest. It's, it's a weird situation. I've never been befriended a person who sold me. This is the second house I've bought in my life. Uh, at 31 years of age, I've only bought two houses in my life, right? I've never befriended anybody. That is that never going to happen again, right, bro. I've either rented from or bought a house from. And immediately, the first week we get here, I've already befriended Andy, and then, like, Brian's soon to follow. So, uh, he was... You're never going to meet another dude like Brian no, no matter where no, you move because anyway. because he just showed up. He's like, yeah, I just so happen to have a chainsaw. Chainsaw in, my, in, in hand. Truck. Yeah. So again, he's conveniently driving past with a chainsaw minutes after the storm. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You'd almost think he's the one like cut the tree down. It was like, oh, let me save the house and keep the light and shining armor. But no, he uh I think he was driving through just to see the damage the storm did. He helped uh Miss Dean across the street take care of yeah. some trees on and her house and then He uh, just starts like cutting yeah. the tree down so that they can take like take limbs out of the side of his house. Yeah. So like there was a branch go through a window. Right, so that's through. one thing, but there was a, a a limb that goes into his house, like it was like a a, a stab victim. Yeah, right? pierced it, right through. I have actually not seen a whole lot of things like this before. Mm. It was like the tree went into hmm. his house, and I've never seen actually like melted or liquefied wood in my life. But the, what the lightning did to that wood uh, was absolutely insane. Yeah, that wood was just butchered. And yeah, it was, it was really cool to see. It just exploded. Yeah, what would have been cool is if we were out there watching this. Yes, yeah, we're temporarily blinded by the yeah. lightning. And <laughs> so I'm blaming this on Jenna now. At no, this I point, agree. Uh, naturally, I blame everything fault. on her. Yeah, uh, and then you know get shamed for it later. So yes. <laughs> so again, take two. Now we're gonna start over the story with how Jenna ruined your guys's viewing of a a tree falling through a the tree house. falling we're through the house. Start a second time. I, to be fair, I really didn't want to stand next to you as a tree fell on your house because I feel like there's no words that I could be like, hey, hey bud, buddy. <laughs> I am so sorry about right. what just well, happened. Right. Yeah, because you can you imagine you being like, the shit, and then being like, oh, God, my family inside. Oh, like, that moment. And then yeah. how am I getting in, right? Yeah. Me, I, can't, I can't dash the front door or the garage. Now I yeah, because that's during face. the storm, too. Right. Like, that's not just... Right, it fell, it happened, storm's over. No, it, it, and the storm kept rolling for another five yeah. minutes after. As cool in hindsight as it would be to sit and watch it happen, I think in the moment you would have gone completely bonkers being yeah. over here actually watching oh, it God, happen. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Well, and I'm thankful, yeah. too, because when I ran back to the house, uh, two minutes before the tree fell into the house, I thought to myself, man, I should really put down this basketball hoop because it's going to get blown over on my mo- mother-in-law's car. <laughs> and I said to myself, you know what? There's lightning. Maybe I shouldn't touch it. And two minutes later, my tree gets hit by lightning. It huh. strikes out. So uh, I call it lucky. You know, for sure. Hindsight, <laughs> like, that could have been me. But people survive lightning strikes all the time. So I have actually been struck by lightning indirectly. Indirectly. How, indirectly. how are you struck by lightning indirectly? So, good, good question. Thanks, Dave. For, two generations. Thank you for steering this up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or for uh, teeing this up. So, yeah, my uh, long-lost cousin was once struck by lightning, and it went down and through it went the down. generations, okay. and right. here I am. That's why I consider myself a Civil War veteran. Well, you're not technically wrong. <laughs> so, your, family, your family's still here, so... Thanks, bud. Someone didn't die. You got my back. Kids. 
the problem is, what side did that one fight for? Ooh, we're not gonna. Yeah, uh, the uh, West, the West, the side. West, the West. Yeah. Side. <laughs> I think they're having their own. We were sharks and jets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sharks. Yes. Called the Wild West. You're out there just outlawing yourself. Out there. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be the life. No, we were living out. So when we lived in Belleville, like three blocks from you, right on uh, Shield Street in Belleville. So we we're in that little like four apartment complex. Uh, there was a storm go through, and we being you me and, and Kristen, your wife, Kristen, Kristen. Okay, I think it was that wife, not the other wife, yeah. not the other yeah. one, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not Lindsay. Right. <laughs> and that got really weird for a while. <laughs> like my first wife's name was Lindsay, and his yeah. Wait, your wife is named Lindsay. My wife yeah. is na- Oh, God. That, that was a guess. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I t- did not really know your wife. I knew it, I think, subconsciously. Uh, so, uh, sorry. Didn't well played? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, right, anyway. So, so, there you are. So, there we in are. In our apartment. We're in the apartment in our little Hitting. townhouse. And the storm comes through. And I go, oh, crap. I left the um, the the moonroof down on Kristen's uh, 1998 Cavalier. So you're like, first, like, hey, baby, you mind running outside and taking care of that for me? Right, first like, off, hey, girl. are you driving a 1998 <laughs> Chevy She's a public school teacher. Uh, sure. It was her car. Sure. Uh, you're in insurance. So, it's a safe car to drive. <laughs> this, I get it. This storm comes rolling through, and I kid you not... I go to go out. Wait, was it a Cavalier or was it a Sunfire? No, that mine was a Sunfire. So, I'm sorry. Hers was no, a Cavalier. Nah, okay, we're going to, this story's going to have 16. <laughs> all right, all right. yes, we're out. all about tangents. You owned A 1994 Sunbird. A Sunbird or a Sunfire? Uh, Sunbird, so. Okay. So, yeah. the equivalent of a Cavalier, though. Like, right, still not good because yeah, my, no. my buddy owned a sunfire in a pontiac sunfire yeah. in high school so at the same time that she owned this cavalier i also owned a cavalier meanwhile i owned a cavalier it too was, oh my god when we went know, to like family gatherings it was a it was a used car lot cavalier. of Dude, cavaliers yeah it, they were a cheap car that you could buy it was fine. Well, it was reliable. Sporty, Look, quote you're, unquote. You're preaching to the choir. My first car Look. was a 96 Eclipse. I understand. <laughs> yeah, I'm right there with you. They're all I'm related. The all related. First, first car. I get it. I really do. Get that two-door. Still got four seats in it. The back seats really aren't used for anything else besides high school sex. And then the rest of it's like, I'm going to pretend I'm drag racing at, this fucking car. At 23, my car was not actually used for high school sex. I'm just putting that out there for the record. I just well, need, I need that thing. Thank you. On the record. You were not that up. <laughs> yeah. But the previous owner right. may have, because it sounds like you bought an Oh, it was a used one, so yeah, I mean. It took Andy from his first car at 16 till his Jeep now at 43 to have a car that chicks would actually want to be seen in. With oh, yeah. 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 Because well, he had right, a. I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Because I absolutely do not like Jeep Wranglers. Oh, I'm going to punch you in the balls. Do not understand. Wow. Hot take. I, I like it. I you... don't understand the the hot commodity that there is, that huh. is the Wrangler. I really I'm... don't get it. So, one, nine times out of ten, they're not used for what they're designed for. Right? Off-road. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to off-road you. because I pay too much Because you don't pay too much money for yeah. That's right. <laughs> And then these people driving around in 2020 or 2021 Wranglers, 
so, know, they're not off-roading that thing. No. Right. They just so, spent 40 grand on a car. Why would I take it off-roading? But the deal, the deal is not that you're going off-roading. The deal is, is that you take all of the stuff off of it. You take the roof off. You take the panels off. You take the door off. Sure, and but here's you my take argument your pants today. off. I could take my pants off. My van has automatic sliding doors. I could technically leave those open while I drive. Oh, it's dude. I mean, I would... Have you tried it? Have you tried it? And no, because I got young kids. My kids are hilarious. <laughs> See, that's the difference here is that... Now, have I tried it alone? Yes. No, you haven't. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I'm going all in. You haven't done it. Try me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say he has. I'm gonna, I'm you've gonna, went. You've driven down the road. I'm not saying I went far. Okay? Oh, well, I'm just backing out of the driveway no, doesn't back count. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Give me six blocks. That's all I'm asking. All right? Wow, okay. Give me six blocks. And then I shut the damn doors. But it was invigorating. But the I point get, is I mean, I get the whole all, thing of taking the damn doors off. At the same the time, the wind like, blows through your hair. You got the hair? music up. <laughs> I know, you don't <laughs> have any hair. For the you know, sixteen listeners you have, I have zero hair. I know, but so uh, it's no the freedom don't miss of that it. dealing. <laughs> uh, there's no freedom. The yeah, Wrangler does the same thing any other car does because all I have to do is roll down my windows. No. No, I think no. I the think sun doesn't the come down on you. Rated car. I think your face is overrated. Thanks. Man. <laughs> I love that he's standing by this hot take. I really do. I applaud it. I disagree. I'm a fan of the Jeep Wrangler. That's the that's like the car I've wanted since I was 16. So I love a Jeep Wrangler. The thought of driving with, like he said, the doors, off. whatever, yeah, essentially empty. And, and I'm not a giant off-roading guy. Like it's just not my thing. I just want a Jeep like uh, Cousin Katie has, you know, that you can, it doesn't have to be a newer model or whatever, sure. but just sure. something. Driving and, on the back roads, Dave, is awesome. Yeah. The only reason I would ever want a Jeep Wrangler is so I can High school it. sex? Nope. <laughs> I, I did that. I'm into Eclipse. Was it comfortable? No. But was I more flexible at 16? Yes. <laughs> more flexible. Uh, what, you and the wife don't role play anymore? You're not like the star quarterback? We're and, not in college, And she's I'm the math nerd tutoring you. That is not happening anymore. My Wait, back who is... is who is his? Who's the math? Uh, the uh, tutor on this one? No, I said he's the star quarterback. She, oh, and she's, she's the math. The math yeah. I, I say math nerd. She can be a mathlete. She who is math uh, tutor? I get yeah. what you're saying. I I, I yeah. what you're putting down. I'm just way too old for that. The for back, the role yeah. playing, you don't have to be too no, no, old no, no. for role for the playing. Car sex. Okay. The back, the back gives. All right. So there's one thing about the military most people need to understand is that it ruins your body before you turn 30, or at least car sex. You, well, I'll tell you it what. It ruins car sex. It does that too, I'm sure. Um, you know, I, I my first job in the military, I was pushing 10,000 pound pallets on aircraft, so my knees are shot. Like, they're gone. So is my lower back. So, uh, And I'm 31 years old. Uh, so the car sex, just not a thing. Maybe in the minivan, because I can pull the seats down, <laughs> <laughs> essentially turn it into a, van, a, van, or a bed, but not, not a regular. Not a Mitsu Eclipse. But the only reason I'd ever really want a Wrangler is to paint it like Jurassic Park. Oh, dude, wouldn't that be great? The only reason I want one. <sighs> now, if I can't find a 1993 Jeep Wrangler painted like Jurassic Park where I don't have to put any work into it, then I'd buy a Wrangler. I I would like to get mine with the wheel on the back painted like a turtle shell from TMNT. That would be uh, cool. And have it, again, say Teenage Mutant 
Ninja Turtles in the back. That's my goal. There you go. Yeah, see, That's my goal. If I could pick a card that I really want, it's a Lincoln Continental. I'm talking a 68, fat boat, suicide doors, Lincoln Continental. Wow. Okay. Yeah. How old are you? Yes. <laughs> yes. White rim, wheels, tires. It's a classic looking car. Yeah. Yeah. My Essentially, my entire goal is to be a 70s pimp. That's why I want a Lincoln Continental. That thing is just a beautiful car. Now, when you drive that, do you actually, is it like legal that you have to pull your white socks up to your knees? Yes. And wear sandals? Yes. Or? To the early bird special. That is okay. absolutely what Good. I do. Good. So, uh, but I would be all over that car. I'm sorry. Actually, we uh, we have stolen this story away from Andy and his high school sex mobile that he was talking about. Yes. Oh, God. I don't even know how that started. This is a whole tangent. Yeah, we were talking about you. Going out to your car. Oh, I got struck by lightning. That's how this happened. Yes. All okay. right. So I feel like we're robbing Logan of his story of his dream car. But no, he no, said it was. No, a, I was done. A Lincoln so Continental. there I was. <laughs> All right. So if we're talking dream cars, like I've talked about with my Jeep Wrangler now, sure. and your Lincoln Continental, Andy, what's your dream car? I got it. I literally own it. Uh, it's, it's a Jeep. The, uh, so it's a. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I, it, like dream, dream. Are we going dream, dream here, or like something I can afford, dream? Uh, practical dream, we'll say. Okay, practical, I'll stick with the Lincoln. Okay. Because if I'm going big, it's going to be a He's like, yeah, that Cavalier, that 99 Cavalier. <laughs> That's affordable. <laughs> I could really use that. Can now, I get uh, four doors instead of two? Silver, two doors. Silver, two doors. I want the I want heating <laughs> and air conditioning to go out after about two years. I want the bucket seats right. in the back. <clears throat> I don't want yep. any antifreeze in that damn car. I'm going to have to refill that every 50 miles. <laughs> Tape deck only. It's not overheating. Tape deck only. Yeah, I swear. I will. I, I don't I need got meatloaf bat into hell. Back into hell? Bat into hell. Yeah. Bat into hell. hell. Bat into hell. Burning a hole in my pocket. Yeah. 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 I was going with the verb, but I get you. Yes. Uh, the verb. The verb. Well, I say that because my older sister owned a Kathleen and she had a verb burning through her tape deck, so. I'm glad that it was a tape deck, too. It was. That, that, uh, that was one of the first cars I learned to drive on was a, as a Cavalier. Uh, Cavalier Everybody yeah, did. Yeah. I think yeah. it, I think if you're of a certain age, you learned how to drive on a Cavalier. Yeah, because if it a, got in an accident, no big deal. Yeah. yeah, right. Well, what you did is you actually picked the Cavalier up out of the ditch and just moved it onto the road. Right, they were so light. Yeah, there was nothing flipped, much like, to oh, it. Cool, yeah. well, I flipped. Let me bring the seat back over. Yeah, there was a time... God, back in the high school days, our friend Tony drove a Le Mans. Le Mans. Oh, yeah. And uh, we had a party at our house, and he parked it on the side of the road to where it got stuck in the ditch. And we got this crazy idea from the um, Mentos commercials that four no, of us could it was pick from, it up. It was actually from the Foo Fighters, the Foo Fighters video. commercial. Yeah. Our video, yeah. That we could pick it up, and uh, then we did our best. Yeah, it didn't end well. No. Well, it just didn't move. I mean, it ended fine. It just right. didn't move. Yeah, and no one yeah. threw their backs out. No, so. yeah, everybody yeah. stayed healthy, so. Wasn't going to move. Yeah. yeah. It happens. Yeah. So, with that in mind, we are going to take a, a short break. Oh, but God. you know what this episode has been brought to us by? I'm sorry, this is the deep tease for that Cavalier story. Oh, Hot yeah, and ready when we come back. Hot and ready. Much like the pizzas at Mosquito Bowling Alley. Huh. Hot and ready. Hmm. Not like Little Caesars, because I think that is a um, trademark infringement. But you know what? The I don't know. <laughs> I'm allowed to chime in 
on this. Oh, yeah, yes, please I, do, because I'm going to be honest. I've yet to be the Mosquito Bowling Alley, and the only reason is because they're always so slammed, it's impossible to get a lane. Oh, really? Impossible. Nice. And I've tried I, I to shouldn't have said more like a question. I should have been like, no, oh, of course. I've tried to take my children <laughs> on Friday and Saturday nights. Uh, yeah, I mean, two summers now, and still have yet to get a lane. Well, that's because they have leagues all the time. Yes. A lot of that has to do with the sponsorship, though. Honestly, yeah, like, and we're just bringing people in because yeah. you use that code. What was the code, Dave? Uh, Link twenty twenty one. That was not it. I think it was freeshoes dot com. I don't know. Is my pillow? My pillow. Yeah, I, you just I type that into the thing. Yeah. There's no website. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, well, you know what? They, they have leagues almost every night of the week, which everyone should sign, sign up for. But also on Friday nights, they do the Junior League, which are actually signing up for now. And, Logan, you have kids who are... Uncoordinated. I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> who are what? <laughs> Uncoordinated. <laughs> Sorry, jumped the gun. <laughs> Your oldest would actually do really well in this. Like he, all you do is show up, you get assigned a team, and they bowl for like two hours. And cool. there's they show them how to bowl. They have like who's they? Uh, the owners, the Dan government? and Jen, okay. and the government. Okay, yeah, government. the government is super Shows involved. Up. I mean, and that's when you know super involved. They make sure that everyone's uh, scores are exactly equal. They're counting the number of pepperonis that go out on some of their pizzas. I'm sorry, what Correct. government is this? The Soviet I, Union? I is don't. This communism? I don't know. It's not equal. There's too many questions. It's not equal. This is a. Te- uh, you're, you're, in it, you're in it to win it. <laughs> Damn it. This is America. It's about capitalism. You're in it to win it. I don't want even scores for my six year old. That's not how it works. <laughs> no, the score is tied at fun to fun, Logan. Hey, I don't like fun, fun to fun. fun. Look, I've seen your uncoordinated son. You want even scores. <laughs> nope. Because the only way you can learn not to be uncoordinated and learn to become coordinated is by losing. Fair enough. But while you're watching your son flail around out there, you can also go and have yourself. Lots of beer and lots of pizza. Did we discover like what beer. kind of IPAs they have there? Ooh. Uh, I did no research. You're assuming, of course, that anybody on this show has ever done research ever. When we talked about it last week, you mentioned, I'm going to look into this. I was super busy. I had a thing. Okay. All right. We all had things, I think. But yeah, you should go there. Now, with that being said, let's uh, take a short break. When we come back, we've got, we've got Cavalier Story from Andy. Logan's going to give some hot music takes. It's going to be a jam-packed segment, too. Don't forget Bengal talk. Hot Bengal talk. Bengal baseball. Bengal baseball. The non-existent (laughs) AFC North Bengal Thank you for sticking with us through the break. I mean, we've got hot takes galore. There were so many arguments about MLB and college football. Yeah, big break. But the big thing we have to get cleared up. So, so a couple of weeks ago, Andy and I gave hot takes on not being necessarily big fans of Metallica. Ooh. Or big fans of... Uh, Guns and Roses. Guns and Roses. And, uh, you know, my, uh, one of my friends called me out on it being like, how can you say that? Logan, this is your chance to spew hot takes on music right now. Sure. Overrated uh, artist. Okay, cool. So Metallica, never really listened to him. Um, That's fair. I'm a big 80s guy, too. Love oh, 80s God. music. 
religiously love 80s music. Again, I like that, but are you an 80s rock guy? So, I'm both rock, alternative, pop. I'm going to be honest. Uh, it, it may sound a little weird, but I'm a big 80s pop dude. I all think, right. Uh, my all-time, I'll say my second all-time favorite song is The Alpine. Sunglasses at Night. Nope. No. The Alpine. Use Your Love by The Alpine. Oh, that's actually, a fantastic that choice, is, actually. I would like to... That has taken me back to prom, both my junior year and senior year, of some great nights in the back of that Mitsubishi, was to Use Your Love by The Outfield. Did you go to the prom in the 80s? No, but I love that song. So <laughs> it was always on my tape deck. In my Mitsubishi in my tape deck. In my he, Mitsubishi went, he went to Little League Baseball in the 80s, maybe. No, no you were born in 89. There you we go. To so he didn't, actually. Aunts. And yes. you still have a tape deck? Oh, well, I had a 96 Mitsu Eclipse. That thing was old as all hell. Okay, all so, right. So uh, I bought it from a neighbor for 2500 bucks. what I can afford at 16 Luckily, my dad split half the cost with me because uh, I worked at Kroger for $6 an hour back in the sweet old days. Good old Kroger. That's right. You had Kroger's Kroger. up there. Yeah. That is a thing in Ohio still. So. Yeah. Hey, yeah. God bless unions. <laughs> I had this little dude... Uh, little dude may come off a little weird here in a second, but uh, his name was Mr. Chung. And... Uh, he tried to fire me for playing football in the back stock area of Kroger. Uh, luckily for a union, can't fire me after a certain amount of time working there. Um, so essentially... What was it eight days? I mean, yeah, essentially. Uh, I had been there at my three-year mark, and this dude was getting real pissed off. I kept throwing the football with another co-worker uh, during work. I mean, you could have done your job. I was 16, 17, <laughs> I, like, I, had, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I got caught doing pull-ups in the milk cooler. Look, People open up the milk cooler, and I'm back there trying to stock, but in, in reality, I'm, I'm doing pull-ups on, on the uh, overhead. Uh, I can't even tell you what it was. It was a vent, if you will. Bar? Yeah. It was a bar, but it was like uh, it was a pipe, right, that kept the refrigerator cool for the milk. Uh-huh. It was sturdy enough to hold my body weight, so I was doing pull-ups back there. Oh, I'm 140 pounds of yeah, you. I was trying to bulk for baseball. So, so the outfield, use your love, is oh, yeah. your... That's my anthem. Number two? Number two. Song? Yeah, my number one's going to weird you out. It's uh, Kiss from a Rose by Seal. <laughs> God. Okay, so mind you, right, so I was born in 89. Yep. So I grew There's up no in, explanation so, for so, this. So I'm a 90s kid. Yep. Right, at heart. No. Uh, I'm also a Because you were 11 at the end of the 90s. And he knows Val Kilmer as Batman. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say pump your brakes. He's not wrong. I know Val Kilmer as Batman. So at the prime age of six, Batman Forever came out. And uh, being the massive Batman fan that I still am to this day, that song uh, was the first song I ever heard, I guess, really associated to a movie and as a soundtrack. And it just stuck with me my entire life, honestly. Wow. Uh, and believe it or not, the more people I talk to, the more I find out that a lot of people love that song. And, and these are people in within your household? These are people outside my household. <laughs> There's a lot of conversations <laughs> with himself. <laughs> it's a mirror, but it's still in my household, so no. Uh, the wife likes it just fine, but she's a little annoyed at me playing it. Um, I'm going to yeah, guess I grew this up was your a- wedding song? Negative. Wow. No, I don't want to talk about my voice. It's a little white trash. No, actually, I, now I want to know what it is. It's a love song by 311. Ah, it's my wedding song. A terrible song, dude. Yours is. I, I mean, it's wonderful. Yours that is was a great song. Cotton Eye Joe. So it's okay. Yeah, it is Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> Joe Jesus. Is it Cotton really Smashing Joe. Pumpkins? Though? No, it is Smashing Pumpkins. It was uh, Luna. Is the okay. uh, track number thirteen one. on Siamese Dream. So I had two songs to go for for a wedding song. 
Um, I had hands off with the wedding because I had just gotten done with basic training. Uh, I was in tech school uh, for my my job and learning my job and its trade, if you will. So the wife was planning the entire wedding, but I had our choice of wedding song. So it was down to Love Song by 311 or Against All Odds by Phil Collins. Um, if you're going to go Phil it. Collins, you got to go, I can feel it in the air tonight. Oh, it see, sends a weird message, but yeah, that, I agree with no, you. I, Just for the drum solo. Oh, in the air tonight? No. Yeah. No, because that actually, the I'm pretty sure, now don't quote me on this, but I've done my research behind that song, and it's essentially him telling his ex-wife to F off. Well, yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, no. so. But I'm saying. No, no, I wish I believed you. It's not about kittens. I'm saying it's about just her about kittens. kittens. It's about him stabbing her until her kitten does, no longer works. Huh. Oh, wow! Yeah. That's it. I don't think that's it. All right. No, I, I know it's. I know it's. It. Almost I'm half a, his songs are about his ex-wife. Just yeah. for uh, uh, trademark purposes. Yes, <laughs> it's not about it's that. It's not. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Well, that's we're gonna a, get to guess. I will put it as trademark guess. We're gonna get our attorneys and Amanda Bynes on this. Yeah. And, well, uh, yeah, because Amanda Bynes is our paralegal. Yep. And we'll figure she's it not out. A good paralegal. No, she's good. Amanda Bynes? Yeah, yeah, she's great as a paralegal. Talking about the actress? Yeah. Also the paralegal. She's not a paralegal now, is she? She's our I paralegal. I think I'm a joke here, but I'll press forward. If you listen <laughs> if you listen to the podcast, yeah. you would know she's our paralegal. I'm sorry, I listened to one episode. You'll have to forgive me. I'm happy to be on the podcast. Uh, I don't know. Obviously, I've been I'm talked fine. about on this podcast. Well, we're going to wrap this up now. But I so. have begged to be on this podcast since you guys have started. I've come up with wonderful ideas for this podcast. <laughs> I'm happy to be on this podcast, but I'm not going to listen to this podcast. That's the most... Nothing, nothing has summarized. Uh, There's nothing more American than yeah. that. Because Americans, in a sense, are hypocritical. <laughs> no, so. don't, don't blame it on America, bud. <laughs> I'll blame it wherever I want. <laughs> it's, because... <laughs> Let's just blame it, which means it's American. <laughs> Let's just blame it on a really crappy podcast. <laughs> actually, I disagree because one podcast I did listen to was actually really good. So you know, actually, so we were thinking about turning this into a legal call-in show. Yeah. See, I uh, don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> I think that could be risky. Now, if you're calling in about beer recommendations or song recommendations, but or think about this. Anything Hold to on. do with the '80s? Because I love the '80s, and Andy does not. Habeas corpus. Objection. Um, Strike that from the record. Objection to that. Objection. Okay. What do you think now? Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, anyone's going to tell you to fuck off. <laughs> nope. That's not how legalities <laughs> as a, work. As a man. That's not an actual, works like. in the legal system. I'm nope, going to tell you. That's not that's it. That's not what's going to fly. <laughs> I object, <laughs> sir. I, on you. the grounds I've of seen... habeas corpus and. Nope. What, what do you know Rit- about. Bird um, law, sir. Bird law. Bird law. I know a lot about it. It's always sunny, and I love bird law. <laughs> and I wish I had bigger hands. No, you don't. Thank you. No, but that's a reference. I know. Because I love It's Always Sunny. I do. Religiously, actually. It was a fine show for a while. And uh, then it got I haven't seen past season 10. Still actually, good. yeah. So, by the time season 11 hit, I had moved to Germany, so uh, we had Netflix. That was it. Right. Um, we didn't have cable over there. Uh, the cable we did have was, so was like all German. It was two thought, dudes in later hosen reenacting <laughs> the. Yeah, uh, it was friends in German. <coughs> listening to Ross and Rachel bitch at each other in German. In German sounds like Hitler and Hitler are arguing. So it's not <laughs> a lot of fun. Um, 
The, the which one was fat... taking over Poland, Ross or Rachel? Oh, easily Ross. Yeah, oh, okay. DTV. just wanted to make sure. Yeah, the Rachel fat Lee. Max season not funny, but outside of that, really, I like it's continuing yes. to be funny. Agreed. No. With that said, I appreciate the fat Max season because he actually put that weight yeah, on. Yeah, I appreciate is, it. Was it. Just impressive, and then to get as in shape as he did after, yeah, is crazy. Uh, I can't ever say his name right. Rob McKinley. McElhenney. I think you're right. Yeah, him and uh, Ryan Reynolds just, bought a soccer yeah, team. I saw that, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, a big fan together? of Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. they did. Hmm. Yeah, big fan of Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Is it my kid's soccer team, or like, what do they do? Like, no, a premier team? No, it's a, it's, a, it's a British league. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, it's uh, top-notch. Huh. Nah, top-notch by being premier. It may not be a very good team. Tottenham know. Hotspurs. I'm not a soccer fan. I think soccer's for communists. You you wow, named the wow, one British wow. soccer team I was going to come up with. <laughs> Crystal Palace, I think, is another one. Manchester United? United. Or just Manchester. Or I think there's, there's two. Barcelona. That, I know Barcelona. Well, that's, that's not a, a city. British team. I know that because it's a city, yeah. though. Like, that's, <laughs> you know, it's, it is what it is. Uh, I just, I cannot stand the sport of soccer. I don't agree with the sport that ends in a 0 0 No, tie I hate after that, dude. Yeah. 95 minutes. So you gave me five extra minutes of play time because of penalties, and it's still 0 0. Yeah, You're not going to give me a shootout. Give me a shootout. Yep. That's what I need. So when soccer sign-up came around for your kid's school, you're like, Jenna, my kids are not going to be pussies. So uh, the argument being, now, Jenna played soccer. Uh, Jenna B and my wife played soccer most of her life. Established in the first segment. Thank you. Um, okay. And this is, they were in a tournament out in North Carolina, and her dad took her out on a boat, and they got swept out to sea. The, that's not it at all. But there was okay. a soccer game going on on the boat. <laughs> sure, and this Somewhere is why Jenna hates happening. soccer now. Yeah. Actually, uh, no. Jenna was a collegiate soccer no, player. So my wife <laughs> loves soccer. She didn't play in college because she started smoking at the very young age of 16. Eh, well, uh, it gets the best of us. Yeah, it did. Uh, because I started smoking to impress her. Uh, and That's what won it over? Like, hey girl, I can no, also but smoke we, this so dart. My wife and I have a weird uh, meetup story, so if you don't mind... Um, I was dating an ex-girlfriend of mine, and, uh... If you don't mind... I, I, I was like, I don't... If you don't mind, <laughs> I have a tangent. I'm sorry, I'd like to make nope, this... No, no, so Jen and I met... We I was, have Andy's Cavalier story to get we to. We have yes, never yes, once gotten true. to that, no, but... You're fair, you're fair. So, uh... You know what, screw it, yep, let's go to the Cavalier story. No. I, already, I already lost my train of thought. No, no. Well, so there, at this point, at 16, playing Smoking soccer. a dart, and you're like, hey, girl, hey, girl, I also... So and smoke. I can also smoke this dart as fast as you. No, um, so I was... So speed is a big factor with your relationship. <laughs> yeah, normally I win. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> uh, no, so I honestly lost my train of thought. It's not that good of a story now that I think about it, and I'd like to press forward with the uh, Cavalier story. Nope, no, we're locked in on how you and Jenna met now. So you're impressing her with your cigar So Okay, smoking. so essentially I was dating another girl at the time, um, there we go. Amanda Bynes. Yeah, right. Uh, I was working at Noodles and Company, and Jenna had started. And she was the head noodle girl. No, she was the cashier. I was the head noodle girl. There's so. a hierarchy. Um, Wait. So, being the head noodle girl, okay. I, she We're had asked blow past for my that. help to uh, get something down from the top shelf. And I oh. Made yeah, yeah, oh, God. Oh. Because even though I'm short, she's shorter. So many porns start this way. They do. Um, 
So essentially, you know, I thought to myself, this girl looks bad. I think I want to give it a try. Like, she looks like someone that could be a fun little fling and call it a day. Uh, so essentially, I asked her to come hang out. And um, we started hanging out late at night, past midnight, uh, all the way Ooh, till about hot. 6 a.m. Uh, was the only time I could get away from my then-girlfriend. <laughs> uh, being out with Jenna from midnight to 6 a.m., she'd be out there just... Smoking, Re- ripping darts, religious, yeah. ripping these things. I mean, I couldn't. I don't know. It, she'd give uh, Sinatra a run for his money. So, she was a chimney. So, <laughs> essentially, I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, well, to be cool, I might as well start ripping darts too. And so I started smoking with her. Um, and then she went on a two week vacation. At which point, I realized I was now addicted to, <laughs> to the Camel Factory. So, yeah. <laughs> no, she went to the Outer Banks. I went to the Camel Factory. Oh, good job. And asked for 20 packs. <laughs> At that point, I got addicted to smoking cigarettes, and uh took me about 13 years to get off of it. So yeah, it's a good life choice. Oh, I love it. Yeah, honestly, if it weren't so expensive, I'd still be smoking cigarettes. <laughs> I don't give a shit about my health. Let me die doing something I love. That's my hot take. Let me die doing something I love, which is smoking a cigarette, Drinking some whiskey and eating a steak. That's all I want in life. <laughs> and you could have been doing that on Andy's porch while the tree fell down on top of Which your house. Which could be cool. Right? Actually, yeah. I was smoking then. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. So, almost happened without so the steak. You the were like, hey, girl, let me get this vermicelli down for you. And, uh... Vermicelli? <laughs> vermicelli. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's up there. Be like, hey, I'm just going to go behind you. Grab it from the top shelf. Let me boost you up. Yeah, let me yeah. grab that penne pasta. It's, yeah. <laughs> those, those slippery noodles really let loose. Yeah, you got to watch uh, out for the yeah, slippery noodles. It can really slip right out. Yeah. So let me grab that thing for you. Pants on, pants off. Uh, That's a question I'll leave to the imagination. Wow. All right. Yeah, All right. Well, depending on the porn you're watching. Wow. So she, on the hierarchy of the noodles and things, mm-hmm. uh, fast food restaurant... Where does the cashier rank versus whatever you were doing in the back room? Besides just oh, noodle a, guy. <laughs> the noodle I guy. Was, yeah, being the noodle girl. Uh, that was, uh, that's a good question. I don't know where she, I mean, there was no ranking, if you will, right? There's no ranks amongst. Oh, we were there's all, always we were ranks. All, we were yeah. all peasants. No, the there's noodle. always ranks. At Steak and Shake, there was ranks. The that's Shake true. guy was I at actually, the bottom. You know we shouted funny, at him. I actually worked at Steak and Shake, too. Did you? Uh, yeah. I've had many different hats. I've worked in four restaurants. I've worked as a projectionist. A, uh, I worked at a grocery store. Um, I'm trying to think where else. I worked at Lids for three months. Actually, <laughs> oh my god, Lids is a fun little story. I was nope. 18, uh, oh. <laughs> and uh, I was the number one sales in Columbus, Ohio. Actually, the whole state of Ohio for three months solid. And you got a free hat? No, they promoted me to GM. Jokes oh my on them. god, that's all it takes? Yeah, so jokes on them. Uh, they have this little card called the Passport Card that gives you 5% off of any hat you buy after you purchase the card itself. It's like for 25 five cents. Right. For 5 bucks, you purchase this card on your initial hat purchase. You can't use it on that hat, but you can use it on every hat afterwards. Well, I would just apply the discount to that hat, which essentially took off the price of the Passport Card. So I was basically giving these things away for free. And uh, at this point... My, I guess, area manager, right, my big boss, once I got promoted to GM, caught on 
And uh, it was immediately, hey, either quit or I'm calling security. <laughs> and so I quit that day, and I became a projectionist the next day afterwards and started uh, cutting movies, at which point I started giving away free movies. So, so on your background <laughs> check for your job, when they go, hey, did you ever steal anything? You're like, not stealing, nah. I didn't take it for my personal growth. I didn't get anything out of it besides being the number one salesman in Ohio. I just gave it away. That's right. That's how you sell it. I was the number one salesman in Ohio. And in fairness, I was. And as the projectionist, you were just like, hey, all my problems are your fault. Uh, yes. Actually, so... Yep. That, that, that's exactly I like how that. that goes. Uh, being a projectionist that is, is really cool. play at its best. Thank yeah. you, Dave. Uh, so you were at a movie theater and yeah. uh, operating. So so was this. It was dark. You were alone. <laughs> no, not all the time. Before and, I met the wife. You and Jenna are smoking this a dart. before I met the wife. So, uh, yeah, I was never, uh, not always alone up at the projection booth. I was the only one with the <laughs> key, so that was always. Uh, so it was you and Mystery... Sure, sure. Uh, no, I mean, being a projection is really cool. We, you know, you, you put the movie together, they come in uh, probably about three to four different reels. You, you splice them all together, and it comes on a giant platter. Uh, this platters, and it's all digital now, so it all comes out on a thumb drive. But back in my heyday, it was uh, this giant platter you'd set the entire movie on, you thread it through the projector, and let it run. But I saw The Dark Knight two weeks before it premiered. Mm. Um, nice. You know, Tropic Thunder, I watched two yeah. weeks prior to it premiering, so. I got to see a lot of cool movies um, before they actually dropped. So, uh, Quantum Soul, stuff like that. Were you allowed to have your friends come in with you actually, for that? yeah. Were you? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because that's kind of the thing about the going to those movies like The Dark Knight. Like, you want to be there with your friends. You don't right. want to just like... Well, no, time out. All right, I'm, there's just I'm me. I'm a huge Batman fan. I'd watch it by myself. <laughs> uh, actually, the first night I put it together, I watched it by myself before. I'm I mean, I get that you night. finish. But yeah. like, and he's like, "Wow, this is no Val Kilmer." I'm this sorry, this is not even close. If <laughs> Where's my Val Uma Thurman? Hey, can we talk about that cast for a second? All right, you got Val Kilmer as Batman. What that dude was a great looking Batman, right? And he played a great Bruce Wayne, a horrible Batman, great Bruce Wayne. All right, you got Tommy Lee Jones as Two Face, okay. which you can't top. All right, you got uh, Jim Carrey as the Riddler, which uh, he was born to play. Uh, you got Uma, not Uma Thurman, because no, Uma Thurman no, played Uma was in the next in one. Batman no. Nicole Robin. Kidman. No? Yeah, Nicole Kidman played one of Two-Face's, uh... Oh, I thought no, she was, like, right. love, no, interest. Was love, love interest. Kidman was a Batwoman, wasn't she? No, who I'm thinking of is, uh, Drew Barrymore uh-huh. played one of Two-Face's love interests. Yeah, She was the blonde, the, right. ice, yeah. the ice queen, so... Uh, and then you have Chris O'Donnell, which is a 90s stud, playing Robin. So you're gonna say that... Tommy Lee Jones is a better Two-Face than Aaron Eckhart. Ooh. Uh, so here's my take on this. Locked <laughs> right. and loaded. Aaron Eckhart did a fantastic, if not a phenomenal job as Two-Face. Okay. The CGI on his face was fucking fantastic. Uh, I think he was a scary Two-Face. I think everybody can appreciate it. I think he was underused in that movie. Two-Face alone is one of Batman's main villains, and he, I think he was a secondary villain in that film to Heath Ledger. I think if you had made him the main villain in The Dark Knight Rises instead of Bane, you would have had a better trilogy. So why even waste Two-Face in that movie, then? That's my argument. Like, why not use him for the next one? Exactly. Why not have Harvey Dent in The Dark Knight, have him get burned at the end... Which initially in the comics, yeah. So was then you build acid. him up for the next, right? And then you yeah. build him up for the next one. Yeah, I kind of like that. And as much as I love Tom Hardy, 
and I think he's a great actor. I think Bane was overplayed. That third that movie, movie was bad. It's it's a st- it's still it was good, bad. but it's on the on the trilogy scale. Like, I think it goes Dark Knight, the Bat- Batman Begins, and then the Dark Knight Rises. It like, was, it's, uh, it's a menace, yeah. bad. No, no. I mean, okay, Phantom Menace mm-hmm. is it's, it's pretty Phantom Menace bad. Besides the end fight scene. I just it's wasn't bad. interested. I didn't care. Oh, but that soundtrack to the end fight scene of Phantom Menace is fantastic. That really had everybody on it. Yeah, the, the, I mean, the it had Duel Seal. Of the yeah, Duel, great. And, uh, what did Seal do on that one? Kiss from a rose. No. <laughs> <laughs> he does it for every movie now. Fly like an eagle. Oh, Space I Jam. I think that is... Actually... That is Space Jam, 100%. And yeah. Yes. You're not wrong. It's fantastic. Yeah. Because when you're walking, watching Michael Jordan play basketball. I think that's Steve Miller band, band that you're thinking of. But yes. Actually, that is a Steve Miller band original. Seal covered it for uh, Space Jam. Thank God. It needed covering. Oh, I still enjoy it. So are you going to say Seal's biggest hit is Kiss from a Rose? I think it's one of his biggest hits, yeah. I think... Uh, Crazy's up there. I think Crazy might be. The I, I think Crazy is actually crazy probably, probably the best takes one. The cake, but yeah. I think Kiss from a Rose is actually a close two. I'd make the argument. We have to go Spotify for that. We, we would. Who has time for that? Nobody has no. time for that. All right. No. Seal, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes or no? Well, it depends on your stance, right? I don't care what the type of music <laughs> is. No, no, no. I'm not arguing the music. I'm arguing what I guess. Happened between him and his wife of him being a woman beater. I don't know. Wasn't there. Not my business. Seal goes into the Hall of Fame for whatever for Heidi Klum alone. I, that would that would thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I mean, so, she is. I actually, my wife watches those stupid shows with her in it, and I can't stand her. She annoys the living hell out of me. Oh, uh, top model, but or the no, not Logan top model. America's it's the model. Uh, designer one. Though. Yeah. Yeah. But then she says Vita Z. And I'm like, yep. shut the fuck up. Yeah, Nobody she's cares. not. Uh, she's an, I hate her. No, I could her. listen. I could, I could. She could order me a sandwich. Like, I'm, never, and I would I'm never for a man punching a woman in my life. And there's no caveat or but in this situation because I'm really not okay. for that. I thought you were going to say, we, but Heidi Klum. And, and we have to take a break. <laughs> yeah, taking a break. No, honestly, I think. Uh, I don't know how Seal ever married her. I don't think he should have ever beat her, but I don't know how he married her. On, on the uh, this is the first I'm hearing of Seal, and again we're gonna defer to our legal counsel. This, this is legal one. counsel. I'm but texting never, Amanda Bynes ex- right now. I haven't heard of a yeah. abuse thing with that. Yeah, yeah I think it, I think it was an abuse thing. Huh? I, there's no way to find yeah. out right now because I mean we'd have to go on the internet and, and it, it, take, it would take too long. We yeah, don't long. have that access. And Amanda Bynes. So you know what we're gonna do? We're she's, gonna she's take busy right now. She's a busy lady. Very much so. We are going to take a quick break. Filming and we are going to look up. Seven. We are going to look up the old. Uh, I'm going to be honest. Let's get back to the Cavalier. That will be segment three. Yes. Where we look up Seal's domestic abuse problems, Andy's Cavalier issues, and our latest question in the 50 part series from, from Women's Health. Because that is a big deal. And Women's Health. I am not a professional. <laughs> well, none of us are really. Good, so good. Oh, we'll be back. We'll be back in a couple minutes.
Welcome back, guys. Uh, I tell you what, we uh, we were covering some hot topics in this off time while we had that great old music going. And uh, Logan was talking about his love for uh, the Dave Matthews Band. Absolutely can't stand them. <laughs> they are 100% the Nickelback of the 90s. But they're... But they are. So listen, here's here's the way I see it, right? The 90s is a very relaxing time for most individuals in America. So the, uh, Dave Matthews... As the guy who listened to Nine Inch Nails, I disagree with you. But <laughs> I'm going to stand by what I said. So Dave Matthews' band was just kind of there trying to relax us on our drive Or to just work. jam. Like, there, again, there's no you jams. Know? There's no jams. Yeah. Uh, and then you turn around, and then the 2000s, uh, kind of leading into the 2010s, you know, everybody's kind of getting into that emo phase, punk rock phase, almost trying to bring back grunge, but can't really get there. And that's when Nickelback comes in. So my argument always stands that Dave Matthews Band is just as bad as Nickelback. No, but if- Dave Matthews Band, I, they're not. They're, the sound isn't similar at all. I get no. Maybe I get the popularity thing, or like I just think they're equally bad. I can't listen to either of them. Do not thinking to myself. Hmm, I wonder what a 9mm would taste in my mouth right now. <laughs> but if you were not making out to Crash Into Me or Crush in 1997, you were doing it wrong. Seriously, Crash Into Me? Have you? Yes, I've listened to Crash Into Me. I've, I've heard it. Yes. Okay. I, I've, I've been there. And I've, I've listened. To my Both my sisters are huge Dave Matthews Band fans. I cannot stand them. All right? I just am not a fan whatsoever. And what about Nickelback with Photograph? Photograph. I mean, seriously. If I were to give Nickelback credit for one song, one song, it'd be How You Remind Me. That's their one song in 2001. That's even more terrible. Disagree. It's a bit of a better song than Photograph. But the way he pronounces Photograph and anything afterwards. How does he pronounce it? Oh, I'm not even going to go into it. No, no. Now you said it. So now you're on the spot. How did he say it, bud? It's absolute garbage. I got to admit, have you ever met a Nickelback fan? Uh, no, I have not. Actually, I take that back. I met one, and I had a very heated debate. Heated! And got in trouble with my supervisor at McCord. <laughs> a job situation. At, Mc- at McDonald's? No, no I'm sorry. McCord Air Force Base. This it was at noodles and yeah. things. When I was at my old job. It was uh, In the Air Force. <laughs> I got uh, in a pretty heated conversation, and, and some words were exchanged, and some insults were flown, and wow. I got pulled into the office for the things I said, and... Got to talk to. So, uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of either. I'm gonna, I'm gonna embarrass somebody here, and uh, I think it's Logan. time we, we laid this out here. But uh, Andy's a closet Nickelback fan. So, I actually lost a bet once, and so it the fantasy baseball league. I still don't believe this lost bet. So, me, me and Dave have been in a fantasy league for about 15 years until Andy quit because you know he got his feelings hurt. No. I quit being commissioner. Because of Nickelback. Everybody's feelings get hers to Nickelback. Nobody likes them. You lose your feelings to All right. (laughs) When we were in the championship playoff, which I think has happened twice, actually, and I lost both times. (laughs) The the first time I lost, I had to – we had to go to a Cardinal-Cubs game. And I had to wear Kristen's Cubs jersey, Ooh, and I had to root for them, and that was a part of it. Like we had, to, I had to actually root for them. So yeah, 
championship game. Uh, loser has to go to a Cardinals Cubs game wearing Cubs gear and yeah. cheer for the Cubs. Yes. And yeah. they can't break character and root for the Cardinals. Right. Except for that, that happened to be the two game stretch where Gary Bennett, <laughs> of all people, happened to go on a tear. Bennett? Bennett. Bennett? Bennett. Gary Bennett. <sighs> anyway. He went on a tear and hit, like, three home runs in a two-game stretch, right? Including the walk-off Grand Slam. Yes. And so while I'm wearing the Cubs jersey and I'm supposed to be faking this, this dumbass who's never hit more than 20 home runs in his life hits a Grand Slam on a walk-off. And so, like, I start cheering, and Dave's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) He, he like, wagged his finger at me. (laughs) Now... So the second time that we had this this bet, we were in the, the championship, the loser had to buy a Nickelback shirt. So it couldn't just be like, like there was no like out. You couldn't buy like a, I hate Nickelback. It had to be either a official Nickelback shirt or a pro Nickelback shirt. So I lost in fantasy baseball. And I have a shirt that says Nickelback is my jam. Oh God! <laughs> and I have worn that many, many times. Oh, that was man. part of the bet. He had to wear it out oh, in public. God. And, I've, and times. to be fair, I've worn it well past fair. our bet because it was that was part of the bet. Like years later, I still wore it. And honestly, I mean, you've told me about this after the fact. I mean, it's gotten you late. Like Kristen has been. Like, oh, she's like, oh, that Chad Kroger. Yeah. For no call, one. Call me even Avril Levine. No, even Chad Kroger's wife doesn't say, oh, Chad Kroger. Again, no, call what? me Avril Levine. No one says that shit. No, no. Oh, my gosh. No. Oh, well, that was my time on this podcast. Thanks for having me. How this, how this reminds oh, me of one time when a good dude laid me. I'm sorry, what? Nothing. I'm not going to repeat that. One. Oh, man. They're literally... One of the top worst bands I've ever heard in my entire life. Have you that, met 311? Yeah. Yeah, yeah But that being said, dude, they've had longevity, right? Like, I'm not, not even saying someone likes I mean, them. Like, I, guess there, I guess comparatively, sure. Cousin Katie, Katie is out there supporting them. God damn. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to turn the microphone more towards you uh, now so uh, you can have your hot takes on Cousin Katie. I love Cousin Katie. Big old sweetheart. Okay, good. Yeah. Your face is not saying that right that now. You're full of shit. Because Cousin Katie has watched Frankie for me. And wow. She's, she's that killer. face is anti-Cousin Katie right yeah, now. Yeah, you're starting some shit. That's for sure. <laughs> so you've talked poorly about Jeeps. You've talked poorly about Cousin Katie. What other things do you want no, to... No, let's see. Uh, I've talked poorly about Jeeps and Nickelback. And if that surrounds her, then, uh, you know what? then I'm in trouble. Here's sure. another Cousin Katie favorite. Go, about, go against Brooks and Dunn right now. Dwight Yoakam, too. Yep. Who and who? Brooks and Dunn. Who and who? <laughs> who and uh, who? That's another one of her favorites. Uh, is that a? Uh, is that an artist? That's a country artist. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, I fun take for you. I assumed everybody I hate knew that. country music. Religiously hate country music. Wow. So where's your line on that? Everything. Wow. You and I have already had this conversation. It almost jeopardized a friendship. It, it, it Wait, actually I'm sorry, has. You guys? Yes. Yes. Did so, you almost come to blows? No. He no. shouted a bunch, and I let it go. 
Now, granted, I was, I mean, this was after homecoming. Okay. It's probably about four buckets deep. Oh, you just wait for this hot take that he's going to drop on us. I'm Go not, ahead, I'm not Logan. Dropping. I'm not dropping. Here's the deal. I was uh, full of shit that night. I actually really enjoy Johnny Cash. So um, This dumbass said that Johnny Cash. I said he was overrated. I was drunk and just wanted to start some shit. I have no thoughts for this right now. I think we need to uh, end this podcast. We're going to re-record this with a better guest. Yeah. Someone and, who actually has. Uh, <laughs> <let me out. laughs> no, well, there's a look. I mean, no, there's always a look. But I actually do like that you're like, you know what? I just wanted to start some shit. I did. I'm all that in. Was, that I was like me that. just throwing a grenade, just seeing what happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I really do enjoy Johnny Cash. Uh, he's my line, though. That's the only country music I'll listen to. Willie Nelson. I don't do Willie Nelson. No, you're both wrong. He's not a guy I listen to. I saw, like, if it's on the radio, you'll still turn it off. I'm not, no, see, I won't even turn him off. I'll turn it down, but I'm not going to turn it off. (laughs) Uh, You know, whereas, like, any new age country, and I think most people could agree, new age country is just absolute garbage. It's just like new age pop or new age rock. Casey Musgrave. Casey Musk, but but she's just hot too. And I've heard good things about Eric Church, right? Eric Church is all right. Is great. Uh, he's actually a big Jack Daniels supporter. <sighs> and, and I gotta I'm say, a, I love Jack Daniels. So that's Dirk a, Bentley. Yeah, I don't know that name. Dirk either. Bentley. That makes that means nothing to me. It Whatever. Sounds, it sounds like a tractor company. Problem is that these I've, guys are not like true like country for my recommendation. Dirk Bentley. I hold on. Check it out sometime. All right. Yeah, I'll look yeah. it up. I'm gonna be honest. I won't look it up. I hate country oh, music. God. Well, when you re-listen to this, because we're going to break this down, I mean, you're going to go home and you're going to be like, God, I wish I had said this in segment two. Segment three, I started off strong. I missed this. You're going to go say, Dirk Bentley? I'm going to go listen to that. Well, I'm glad it's recorded. Now I don't have to write it down or type it in my phone. <laughs> uh, you're not taking say, notes? Uh, I mean, we're taking some serious uh, notes. Serious uh, notes. Yeah. I don't, I, All right, back. so... After the hot takes, Dave, we need to go to our second question on the uh, Women's Health magazines. What makes you a best friend of someone or something like that? So when we get better production, uh, we're going to have some lead-in music. It'll be great. Oh, there'll be like, yeah. Yeah, I can't, I, I can't wait for it. God, it's going to be great. Women's Day, Women's Day Health will actually sponsor this. But every week for the next 50 weeks, 49 weeks now. I have lots of time. We're going to answer a question off of Women's Health. 50 funny questions to ask your friends to strengthen your bond. Um, tell you what, just to rehash uh, last week's question. Who was your first celebrity crush and are you still crushing? Yeah, it's a... Uh... I answered... Kelly Kapowski, and it was a solid yes. That's a solid around the table. Andy yeah. said Haley Mills, and it was a solid. Which and I think still she's crushing now. Which is he's way still. out of his age range. <laughs> I mean, Andy obviously uh, has a thing for older women. I have My a thing. <laughs> I mean, Gil's a thing, and he's pushing the limit. That's uh, my uh, my is, God. Is she breathing? Okay, I'm in. <laughs> oh God, that's a problem. Oh, ventilator God. tubes don't count. Nah, Logan, who is yours? Mine would have been uh, Alicia Silverstone. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, she was the uh, the blonde of the 90s, if you will. I mean, that girl, unbelievable. Was it Clueless that did it for you? Clueless was in there. Uh, obviously, I think uh, 
you know, I was very young at the time, so Batman and Robin did it. Even the Aerosmith videos, Aerosmith videos, yeah. I mean, she was just all over the place, so it was it was hard not to see her. And hmm. yeah, she's dropped in gorgeous. I still think she is. She holds up. You know, Liv Tyler was involved in that, I and mean, she was much better. Yeah, but Liv guy. Tyler looks like her father. He looks like a goblin. <laughs> and therefore, I've never been a fan of Liv Tyler. Of Willem Dafoe. Nope. He's the green goblin. You, you're right, and I love Willem Dafoe. <laughs> I think I'd rather make out with him than Liv Tyler. That, my friend, is the hottest of hottest takes. Yeah. Okay. All right. If you could use magic to do one mundane task for the rest of your life, what would it be? This is the easiest of easiest questions. Read people's minds. Or mundane tasks. Mundane tasks. No. Is, your, okay. is, is a mundane task for you reading people's <laughs> minds? Yeah. Damn it. That's, it's on my chores list again. Really got to read Kristen's mind. What does she want for dinner? What, is she, what position does she want to use? I don't know. No, I don't know. Like, yeah. All uh, of a sudden, I know what... Kristen would choose for this. Whoa. What women want. I'm a big Mel Gibson fan over here. Okay, uh, so what is a mundane task? I guess like, we gotta like... Your chores, right? So you gotta do dishes. Laundry. Or, like laundry. Yeah. Cleaning the bathrooms. Uh, yeah. So what are we gonna have someone do our mundane chore is essentially the answer to that, right? If you could use magic. Magic to do a chore. Oh, Dude, what, what chore would it be? Yeah, I think it's uh, dishes. Dishes. I'm gonna say cleaning the bathroom. No, I have children for that. My children are old enough, so still my. They'll chore. get there. It'd be yeah, but at, as it stands, it's still my chore. Me and Kristen have a uh, standing thing that I will do almost any chore in this house. Any of them, I will not clean a bathroom. Yeah, see, that is Kristen work. Gross stuff. Just uh, it really doesn't bother me. So I volunteered for the bathroom duty. Um, with that said, I don't like doing it. I just know Jenna prefers not to, so I, I took that. Okay. I've always that found loss. this interesting, his take on the bathroom, because, so he's, he's in a household of boys. Yeah. And typically they're the ones who, there's yes, piss everywhere. And the there's walls. pee everywhere. There's piss everywhere. Yeah. Like, uh, so much. So like, I, I'm in a household of girls. So when I miss the pot, when there's pee it's on the all pot, on you, man. It's it's, it's all on me. Strictly you. It's all on me. Yeah. It's my bad, Mia culpa. But uh, I kind of feel like Kristen then, as the outsider who is not responsible for any of the acts. Yeah. Well, it's Henry's fault. <laughs> Naturally, <laughs> it's Henry's fault. So, kid, 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 <laughs> so you know, naturally, we're just throwing Henry under the bus here. That's what happens. When uh, the like, old boy doesn't understand that there's actually a lid and then a ring and then the toilet. And so, if you can't operate all three of those things independently, and you just kind of pee over all of them, you know, it it you're yeah. a good scapegoat, yeah. right? You don't do yourself any favors. Has he ever not opened the lid? Mm. Not the lid. It's, it's too much really, work. It's really the <laughs> That's rain mindset. part of it. Oh, I got to lift one lid. Now I got a second lid to lift. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? Well, here's the thing: is you have to love. You have to have a lot of confidence in your ability to hit between the ring part of it, and it's not he, at that age yet. He is. Uh, 
Yeah, he doesn't throw a lot of strikes when it comes to hitting the strike zone of that ring. I'm going to be honest, though. That second question on women's health, pretty boring. The first one was great. Well, I I can't control the questions, man. So you got a third one though, right? There's fifty of them. There's, no. but we're saving this is a fifty part series. I think we man. should skip. I'm no. gonna be honest. Oh, no. I want to at least know the the third question. <laughs> well, then you got to listen for the next forty eight weeks, buddy. That's yeah, and then you can shout <laughs> into your phone what's gonna happen. You don't want to blow your load on this one. No, I disagree. Uh, uh, I think this is. I think this is it. Uh, I think yeah, this is it. I, I'm sorry, you guys. You you said so. Yours is dishes. Dishes? Yeah, I'd like people to do dishes. That'd be great. If you're not hiring the toilet, they already do that, so that doesn't count. You're not hiring outside help. This is magic. No, I know. Okay. They, they already, already like, clean the bathroom. Yeah, but you said I'd like people to do dishes. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, it's like, hey, I mean, if we're doing like help. Mickey Mouse, like a sorcerer's <laughs> apprentice, and there's like a dust broom going through the fucking thing. I, that's fine. That actually be pretty cool. Mine would just be picking up and organizing in general because they, they are little tornadoes. They they go yeah, out, yeah, there's a and they here. just leave toys all over, and then they will just be like, "Well, I didn't make that mess. She made that mess. No, no. she made that mess. Yeah, it's just it's a whole thing. Yeah, I actually don't mind picking and, up toys. Oh, God. That drives me D- bananas, Dishes probably dude. be my number two. I don't mind doing toys. the dishes. No, see, dishes bug me. I don't I don't like the feel of soggy food. I don't like... Well, no, you wash it off. I, 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 still don't, I still don't like it. I don't like anything about doing dishes. Now, I do them, right, every two nights. So we alternate, uh, the wife and I. She does bath. One night, and then she gets to put the kids down without a bath the second night. So it's kind of an easy night. And then mm-hmm. I do dishes those two nights, and then we alternate that. Um, yeah, I could really I, – I hate doing dishes. I really do. Yeah, I don't know why dishes has never bothered me. I, I guess maybe maybe I'm a little uh, I'm particular about how dishes go in the dishwasher. I don't Which care. Which is fair. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I just uh, – there's something about it. I don't. I don't care for it. Okay. I, I almost rather clean bathrooms. I'll be honest. You want to know why? You just put bleach on everything. You let it sit for fifteen minutes, and then you go back through and wipe it down. You're putting bleach on the inside of the toilet. Yeah, it still cleans it. But that's where's the outside of the toilet? Bleach. Bleach. Are on you everything. just like taking a bottle of bleach and just pouring it just all over the nuts. bathroom? You open a window, you pour bleach, you light a candle, you let it sit for fifteen minutes. You go I back think through. You're doing it wrong. I don't care. Is it by the end of the day? Yes. Why? Because all the germs are literally uh, killed. Take a propane too, torch to it. Yeah, because there's probably Problem two people solved. dead from the smoke bleach in there, too. But you know what? Everything's dead in that bathroom. There's no germs left. It's bleach galore. And bleach it, galore. And it works. So, yeah, if I had one magic to do a mundane task, it'd be bleach. It'd be the toilets. It'd be it'd be the bathroom. It'd be the bleach. All of it. Let it go. You know what? The thing with the dishes is it's not the, like, it's not hard or anything, and everything has to be stacked. I agree with you. It all has to be stacked in a certain way. It's really just the mundanity of it. Like your... Mundaneness. Mundanity. Mundanity. Right. You're... Like you almost turn your brain off for it. Yeah, I just yeah. kind of get tired of having to do it all the time, right? Yeah. So if I could do that one thing that I don't have to worry about, and because like sometimes you have to scrub the extra dishes to go around it, and like, but see that's fine. Like that's something to me that I feel like is 
something that's going to happen regardless. I'm why I hate picking up after other people and their messes. Like again, oh, that's put fair. Put your shoes away. You are fi- or that's fair. Or pick up your toys. Yep. I hate it because you you can control this. Like the other things are things that I mean, they're inevitably going to happen. I mean, I get what you're saying, right? Everybody eats. Yeah. Everybody uses a plate. Sure. Everybody right. does laundry. Everybody yeah. uses the toilet. Yeah. I get it. But at the same time, it's like toys, they're easy. You just chuck them into a basket, they're fucking gone. Kristen does not understand my war on clutter. And I think that's what you're talking about here. Is that there's shoes laying there. And there's a like a pencil laying on the god darned like <laughs> counter. Because <laughs> it. Thank you. Well and so, like, like there's all these a, just uh, little things that you want to, like, corral and go, this goes here, your shoes go there. It's like a war on I like everything. I'm going to be honest. I'm an anarchist at heart. I like everything out of place. I love and chaos, but not like that. I like everything a little bit off-center. I could care less. It's life, man. Everything's a little off-center. I get it. You're right. right. Life is chaos. And sure, you can control it. I get what you're saying. I can control it, so why not let it be organized and in place? I understand the argument. I just think it's just going to end up on the floor again. So why does it matter? What if we had the same conversation with Jenna, like a week from now? She would lose her shit. Yeah, not that I think not that I think you can get my wife on this podcast, but she no, she doesn't care. She would be like, "Oh God, who are you guys?" That vermicelli. He reached for that vermicelli. It was so hot. Mm. It was the best thing since... I had killer cyborgs back then. Yep. So, yeah, that was, yep. that was a thing. <laughs> cyborgs <laughs> won you over. Okay. <laughs> Always wins it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's that's okay. the thing. Yeah, sure. Uh, no, I think... Uh, yeah, my wife would probably argue different, but you know, she's, she's very organized and very uh, rational about everything, and I'm the exact opposite. I'm very disorganized and irrational and I think everything needs to be out of place just ever so slight to make life work. So you're always very clean shaven. That's a military thing because trust me I don't want to be. Do you ever let your hair grow? No absolutely not because I look horrible with it. So I got lucky with a bald head right so I got a very round head. I got lucky with a bald head. Yeah so I got like my head's very round so when I shave it 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 looks Almost yeah. natural. It's not bad. Uh, when I grow it, I have this little island that sits up front. It's horrible and nasty. And oh god! Is it a, is it really like a separated island? Um, no, not so entirely like the separated. Peak. There's like uh, there's there's a few uh, connecting. And is it an islet of hair? It's like like right. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's an island. Damn near. Uh, it's no, a little I, string of things connecting. Like it. I said, I grow yeah. I grow a wicked beard. I really it's do. This thing comes in thick. From it comes in long. To the next. Uh, it takes me two weeks, and I have a full beard. Um, if the military would allow beards, which they should, by all means, uh, I think we're past this whole clean shaven look that actually started in World War One because of the gas masks. Uh, prior to World War One, the military actually had beards. We Have started you shaving. Writing a letter. Uh, I'm not the only one in the military to think this. Yeah, most military men. No, he has a friend who is very. He has a newsletter. I he have a, a newsletter. <laughs> it's published weekly and never gets read. So, um, no, naturally, me and this guy, yeah, we should connect it to the revolution. <laughs> no, so uh, every man in the military wants a beard. Uh, what their argument? Against the beard is the gas mask. Well, so the gas masks we have 
in this day and age, they fit around a beard. Like, mm. it still sucks to your face. Um, so now it's, it's mainly about, I guess their argument would be uh, continuity across the board. Everybody's clean shaven. That way we all look uniformed, so on and so forth. With that said, I don't wear a military uniform anymore. Being a federal agent within the military, I get to wear civilian clothes and wear suits. So therefore, I'm not in an actual military uniform. I think I should be able to grow a beard. And like I said, I can grow a wicked beard. It's the one thing I got going for me. <laughs> Five nine. 108 pounds, grows <laughs> the wicked beard. <clears throat> yeah, and Well, Obviously, yeah. And your ability to grab it off the top shelf. Yes. Yeah? Yes. So, no, I wish I could grow a beard right now, but it's oh, not going to happen. No. You're still at making an omelet. I do make a mean omelet. I Dude do. makes a mean omelet. We actually talked about that. This has been a whole thing. Opening a bar, omelets and beer. He wants to make an omelet and beer bar. It's not a bad idea. Everybody okay. loves omelets. It's not a great idea, beer. but it's no, it's an idea. It's not the worst idea. No, but, but everybody, it's not the best. One. Yeah, but have you ever met anybody that turned out an omelet? I gotta say, no. Have no, you ever met anybody that turned out a beer? Like besides alcoholics, a bacon, egg, and cheese. Like right With now, onion? I would eat. I don't know. I would get on that. Yeah, I would get on that. Or like a western, put a little sausage in that thing. No mushroom. No mushroom. Take it as you will. No mushroom. Be a oh, killer, bar. killer bar. Huh. I stand by it. <coughs> That'd be my bar, my go-to. So, um, well, pretty much with that question wrapped up and the omelet bar thrown out there and our stances on Nickelback out there, I'm not sure there's much left to. We can't go anywhere from here. <clears throat> well, I'm sure we could. I think you already stands that we should. Do you have any? Partying shots on noodles and things because I actually kind of like that place. Man, I, noodles and stuff is pretty cool. Noodles and sundry. I've never eaten there. It's not bad. I've oh, never eaten at Jersey there. Mike's though either. Yeah, it's the one well, restaurant I'm still Mike's back is, to after working there. Okay, make Jersey's Mike. You wouldn't go back to Steak and Shake? That's risky. What is wrong with you? I, I actually, there's shoestring fries. Go back to steak there's and nothing shake. You know wrong what? with their milkshakes or the burgers, but I will not. No, I won't do a milkshake. There's that. There is. Their milkshakes are top notch. Yeah, but you but don't want to make that poor sack back remember, there have to do that. Yeah, and so I would get pissed off making milkshakes. Do you remember that? Well, I don't know when the last time you worked a steak shake. Normally it's well, a nineteen ninety nine table makes the milkshake now. Yeah, the server makes it. Yeah, not just the standard. No, and we're so not. I'm not doing off. that to that poor no, person. It takes two seconds. It doesn't bug me. Mm, it no. didn't bug me when I served there. I'm sure it doesn't. Bug me. <laughs> no, I could be wrong. I don't think I am. But their burgers are awesome and their fries. Like right now, if someone said, hey, Let's go to you want to go to Steak and Shake? Yeah, I'd, I'd, do right no, I'd do if it. If someone came up to me right now and said, do you want to go to Steak and Shake? I'd say, no, I'm going to the Mascuta Bowling Alley. Good plug. Yes, I agree with you on that. <laughs> yeah, there's more you are there's no very beer. good. There's no beer at Steak and Shake. That's <laughs> bowling you don't need to because the shoestring fries, my friend. No, I still think the beer is necessary. I don't know why I had you pegged as like a line cook. No, I served a lot, actually. I actually worked at served all. Served a lot. A lot. Yeah. Like a lot, a lot. I, I, yeah, I have a good story about that, too. But I think Seal came in one night. Yeah, no, this is a... Uh, and I'm like, hey, kiss from a rose. As a server, like, hey. I got snapped at, and I have a good revenge story for that, too. So, oh. uh, 
that's not one of my proudest moments, oh, but I did it. We we have some revenge stories. I think we talked about it on this too, cast. But I don't think no, we, we have not. not. No, not this revenge. Actually, story. Dave, that was on the unaired very first. No, episode. that was on the Andy Jensen one. No, no, we had it, yeah. This revenge story is pretty good. So it's, we're gonna we're gonna pocket this. Yeah, I think so. So uh, you know what? We deep teasing a Logan Trigg podcast here yeah, where he's gonna reveal like, who. There's always a part two. Like February. Uh, yeah, just don't six, move. Yeah, You'll be fine. No, I think the argument stands. Like people are lining it up for this. Yeah. No, and I think uh, actually they are. Yeah, I know. I think we can backtrack to the red story. I think that's going to be a good one. Okay. All right. So, Logan, we appreciate you joining us. Thank you for having me. Sorry that uh, when his health wasn't better. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I didn't even hear you. The women's health wasn't yeah. better with their okay, question. Well, I'm all for women's health. Uh, that question was garbage. I support women's health. I do. 100%. Strong take, Logan. 100%. Uh, I think what Texas is doing is garbage right now. I'll leave it at that. That Abort. question was Actually, that was Abort. a Abort. take. Abort. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, that's God. Uh, okay. That's a great pun, and I really appreciate it. No, nope, uh, unintentional. Hey, nope, it's a great one. Thank you for everybody for listening. Please go to the Mascuta Bowling Alley so they don't not give us less money than and we're already getting. By everybody, you mean the five people who are listening right now. Yeah. Lindsay, we can name them by name. Pastor Lindsay, Rob. Pastor Rob. Brian. Katie. Brian. My neighbor. Me, you. Logan will now listen um, to this one. Uh, yeah, and Logan's my friends. My wife doesn't Oscar, listen to this one. Sorry. Rich Lesberg. Oh, they got a shout out. Woot, woot. Right. Yeah, and oh, in uh, about 2029, our kids. And if you want to keep this podcast going, go to the Miscuta Bowling Alley. Yeah. Oh, it's going to happen. I have faith in this podcast. You live in the town, man. Yeah, I have Come faith on. in this podcast. All right. Uh, we, we appreciate everybody. Love you guys. Bye.